0: Welcome to Come to the Cookout, where you are all invited to join us. There's a little something for everyone, whether you want to take a big bite out of what's cooking on the grill, or just a little parched and need some tea, or just want a little something sweet. Don't worry, we keep raisins out of our potato salad. And hopefully, you'll leave with a plate full, even if you ain't bring nothing. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. On this week's episode, I'm your host, Tzombin Cleave, but y'all can call me T. And I'm joined by Brooklyn. You ready? Because I'm ready. Let's go get it. I wanted to come in a little soft because I'm hot. Okay. I'm hot on multiple levels. I just came home, and um, apparently, when I was running out this morning, I bumped the thermostat, and my heat has been on 77 degrees all day long, so I walked into a sauna. Oh, no. So, the reason that I'm late with recording tonight is because I got home and I took off all my clothes and I sat in a dark room with the fan off because I'm dying. But. What's on the grill? I'm also heated because my spirit hurts. Hmm. You all right? I, you know, Sometimes it's just hard to wake up black, uh, and okay. tell me more. I say that just because I just it just feels like it just feels like we can't like just exist anywhere anymore. I mean, but so we are recording almost a week from a mass shooting that just occurred in Buffalo, New York, where a white man. Drove two hundred miles from his home to shoot up a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, uh, targeting black people. Um, his name is Peyton Gendron. He is a white man because uh, the at first the news were, was reporting that he was a teenager, but he is a grown man. He, he is eighteen years old. He is he premeditated this murder he took the time to research the the schedule of the the tops when it would be busy the days would be busy the hours it would be busy um he chose it this location for this grocery this tops grocery store because it was in a pre- predominantly black neighborhood and he wrote a 180 page manifesto um that alludes to um a great replacement theory, um, basically saying that, you know, white people are being replaced by minorities and we need to, uh, or they, because not me, they need to uh, correct that. And so he drove away from his home to this predominantly black neighborhood and shot people. 10 died and one was seriously injured. And uh, I just am at a loss for words, not because it's surprising, but just because it's never ending. And these were just people that were going about their business, just trying to pick up eggs and bacon.
1: Old people and young people are the two my, uh, groups that I care about. Why? Because youngies, they are, you know, babies. You can't, babies are out of the womb. They're too young. They're too innocent for you to be bothering. And old people it's because they got one foot in the grave. They've done their time on this earth. You let them be. I might roll my eyes, but I'm not going to argue with no old lady. That's somebody's grandmama. That's somebody's granddaddy. Leave them be. Um, As far as this situation is concerned, it hurts because it's just another day. Like, I don't even know where to begin. I think this whole great replacement theory that is being peddled by the right right now is nothing new, right? I think that, like... It goes back to what we kind of talked about a few weeks ago when it came to these laws that they're trying to enact. The whole thing that we're trying to do is make sure that there's not a decline in the quote-unquote white population to make sure, A, they can keep growing and keep you know, trying to find a way to be a majority, even though, I hate to say it, I don't believe in America even that whites are the majority. Maybe they barely are because... I know the census as black people as latin people we don't like to take the census because we don't trust the government with the information of how many people are living in our homes right but I, I think what what also took me by surprise was I don't know if you heard about this about the killer the murderer um apologizing I don't want to
0: hear that I don't care about that to the white guy that he almost shot oh. Oh, right because he uh, why don't you care about that I don't care about anything he has to say like no I, I I I misunderstood what you were saying I thought you were saying that he was apologizing for murdering those people but I did hear he saw the white guy and then apologized because he was in the line of fire
1: correct and said let me spare your life like are you serious I, I, I... <sighs> if it, I don't, again I'm at a loss and it, and it it's what's also frustrating to me is like, I I don't know where you were when it started, when the, when the shooting began a week, almost a week ago, but the video that was out there in the world looked like a normal video of a a video, video of a video game. Like it was so, I mean, obviously it was real. What is the word I'm looking for? So uh, detailed, I guess. And I think, that's the thing that also scares me is that I think we, we because we see it so often, whether that be a black man being shot, whether it be this kind of uh, America's infatuation with mass shootings, we've become desensitized to it, in effect. The fact that they can play some of these videos on news stations and things like that and, and we're supposed to just be okay with it, you know?
0: Well, you know, when this happened and... I was emotional for that day, and then I like got myself together, and I was like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. And then I hear on the same day in Milwaukee, there were 17 people shot. And then I hear the same weekend, there were seven more people shot in Western salem and then I hear that there were five people shot in Orange County. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on?
1: I mean, what's like, his name said at best? Hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your children. Because shit out there is going crazy. So I think that is exactly why I don't leave my house. You see? I will, you know, get my food delivered. <laughs> And let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, that COVID is on the rise. So... Because I was just having this conversation literally a couple of weeks ago before the shootings began. I was like, you know what? America is on the right track. We have, you know, the, the shootings have gone down. Because if you remember pre-COVID, we would have one in the news every week. And that's what we're going kind of getting back to
0: now. It's like we're having major shootings all the time, every day. And I'll, I'll, I'd also like to point out that... um He was taken in without being shot or manhandled or he he was taken alive. Dylan Roof, who shot up the church in South Carolina and killed nine people who were just in their place of prayer, was taken in alive and then taken to Burger King. But um, Amelia Baca who is a 75-year-old woman, uh, Latina woman, who was having a, uh, a a spell of dementia and the police were called for a wellness check, was shot in the head. She was somebody's grandmother. They were called to assist because she was having an episode and she was murdered. But these white men who come into black spaces, and murder multiple people are taken in with care and consideration.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've talked about this a million times. I believe that was one of our our titles of our episode, right? Is that when your skin color is a weapon, you're never unarmed. And I think that's the thing you're keeping in mind. It's, I'm tired
0: of talking about it. It's
1: As my grandmother said, and her grandmother said, and her grandmother said, it's the same story, just wrapped up in a new covering right like how many times has harry potter been published each time it's a different cover but it's still the same book still you know just because i put a different shade on and this time it's green instead of brown last time it was purple the the content is the same and i think that's where until america can do two things either one come to terms with its gun regis- uh, legislation and actually do common sense gun law reform and all that or b come to terms with how this country was founded, and really think about what is the best way to give descendants of slavery their 40 acres and a mule, I don't see how we stop this. Because if you think about it, you are in New York City right now. You can't walk with a gun in New York City. The laws are stricter than strict there because of the tourism and things of that nature. This man drove how many ever miles he drove because he knew what he was searching for. My other question is, where did he get the gun and bullets from? right? None of these things are in the news of, of giving me an understanding of who this quote unquote young man was. right? But it's just like, okay, he shot someone, he got arrested. I'm sure he'll be in probation soon. If that was you and I, we would we wouldn't be able to ask for our gun back from the judge. But again, when you come from a from a certain area, now that you get away with it, because obviously he'll do time or whatever, but it's just a different. It's a different America. I I can't identify
0: with it because I don't. I've never lived it. There are people that are going to do more time for a drug charge than he's going to do for murder. I mean, who the hell are you kidding? We I live in California.
1: You're in New York. I think New Jersey and New York both decriminalized weed, and now we're selling it. You can walk in, you know in a dispensary whatnot. How many black men have been locked up for having weed? Which, to me, is not a hallucinogen. It's not something that's going to make you go cuckoo crazy, think that you're He-Man he, he man or Hulk and, and terrorize things. Motherfuckers with cocaine can just go about their
0: lives and get a lesser sentence for cocaine. I am just over all of this. And just... Circling back onto his manifesto, the Great Replacement theory, there is a lawmaker named Elise Stefanik who ran a campaign ad basically touting the same thing. And now she's because of you know the the shooting and how his manifesto is also referenced the Great Replacement theory. She's getting a lot of backlash, and she is steadfast denying that she's racist. How is she not racist? How does she not think that that's racist? Basically, what it alludes to is that she's saying, and and her defendants are saying that she's not racist. You just have to be careful with your statements, and she misspoke. But you spent money and time and effort to re- create a whole campaign. It's not like she was just like giving a speech and like this was a thing that she said in on off the cuff. You created a campaign ad around this. So explain to me how it's not racist, because everything that I'm seeing, it doesn't equate to it not being.
1: Again, I have no words. I don't understand how people can sit here and think,
0: you know, I get.
1: this is the problem that I have. Let's take a left turn real quick. It's like we we recently had all the elections on Tuesday, and I I know you don't watch the elections like I do because you're like, oh, it's not in my district. I could care less. Right. But Dr. Oz, I don't know where it is, but what last I checked, he was leading in his area. Same with homeboy, the governor of fucking Pennsylvania, who is all about overturning elections and things of that nature. The point, the reason why I bring that up is I think the previous administration made it its duty to allow you to say what you want. And not have any repercussions. When I was growing up, as you know, parents like ours would say, don't write a check that your ass can't cash. Which meant, don't be out here running your mouth, saying things and not thinking about the repercussions that it has. The problem that we have now is the current GOP, to your point, like Miss Elise, say what the fuck they want to say and they don't see any repercussion. So what? She made it... I mean, not to not to be flippant, but so what? She made a fucking ad. She's going to get a little backlash, but nothing's going to happen. Look at Marjorie Taylor Greene. And what's the other girl's name? Boebert. These heffers is out here talking crazy. We would... I could not imagine in my day a politician saying half of the shit that they say and getting away with it with no censorship, no losing their committee, not being kicked out of the uh, completely, like y'all tried to impeach a man because he said I didn't have sex with that woman when he had fallacia. But yet y'all won't impeach these half us that need to, that need to be impeached. So when you talk about Elise's campaign, I, I it doesn't surprise me anymore when you have other motherfuckers. I just saw today that there was a bill um, trying to be passed. Which I've never heard of in my life, Tazam. They are trying to pass a bill to overturn the second impeachment that your former president received, to act like January sixth didn't happen and that impeachment just erased from the record books. Where do we do? Where do we do that at? Like, what? Ha, ha, who? What cockamamie person said? I have an idea. Let's act like that never happened and take it back. What? Huh? Excuse me? I'm confused. So when you talk about ladies like this doing campaign ads, like I said, it doesn't surprise me. This is the world we, we live. Welcome to... In, in the Marvel comic books, what? It's 616? This is 913. Welcome to world 913. I
0: don't know what to tell you. The GOP will stand behind you unless it's on some gay shit because um, Madison Cawthorn just lost his uh, re-election bid. They were they were just like, no, we got to get you out. You you doing too much. You telling them about our about our you talking too much about our cocaine parties and you doing some gay shit and you you open it you keeping your mouth open for the wrong things. You can talk about the the minorities all you want. You can talk about how you hate gay people all you want, but you do some gay shit and you get caught on t- tape and you talking about it. You no nope. see now you ain't a congressman anymore. You lost your seat. And
1: for again, let's go back to that as well. That's another prime example. For what? Who care? Like, who cares what you do in the privacy of your home? It's the same thing we've been talking about for years when it comes to all the other things. If you don't want to get gay married, who cares? If you don't want to, you know, have an abortion, don't have one. Who cares what you do? But see, you run your mouth because you're like, oh, I wanna chase this quote unquote power ch- or kiss the ring. And the minute that that you need someone to back you up because of a, a small scandal, where you at now, Mister well, Hawthorne? Where I mean, that is
0: all his problem because like he didn't read the manual, he didn't read the handbook. Like how there are so many closeted gay Republicans that are doing the same shit that he was doing, but you don't talk about it. You don't. You don't even deny it because if you put any attention on it, then that is just going to open the doors. Lady G pays off all his escorts. We we know that he gets. I'm um, I don't know if he's a top or bottom, but I'm assuming he gets dick down in in DC. But he has a, he has those bitches sign NDAs and cut a check. Conthorn just didn't do it right. Or get like most people get an NDA. Like stop being stop being stupid. Oh, I can't stand these people.
1: Oh just makes me and this is why t i know we were talking earlier in the week and you were like i got to turn off the tv or whatever wherever you were because you were like i just can't look and i was like this is why i be telling you you have to go a good eight hours don't look at bullshit because all it does is make you angry and it's like how are you supposed to keep pushing through your nine to five eight to six or whatever when you see stupid shit like this and nobody really find you know really coming up with any consequences and it makes you feel helpless or hopeless because you see either shit like the, the Buffalo or you see shit like these fucking politicians who don't give a fuck about our black asses, let alone if you have a uterus, let alone if you have wherever you are on the Kensington scale. It's just so frustrating and, and it's hard to you know keep your head up, like Tupac would say.
0: Let me ask you this. How about you're sitting at your your house in your own home Having your, your tea with your family, your daughter's over, and you hear a knock on the door. And you go to that door and you see a little white boy who is calling for your daughter. Can't be more than like eight, nine, ten. But he is brandishing a whip because he has come to whip her. What are you gonna do? <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm going to jail. See this. See this is the. See this is what I'm talking about. You bring up shit like this, and this is where it's like, I where the fuck is the world going? When I hear shit like this, T. Okay, so I'm the one who sent this to you to begin with. This little boy, I don't. Let me be clear. I don't know whose house he was. He would not be coming to my house because that kid would come up missing. I'm trying to tell y'all, don't send no little boy with his racist antics to my home because that. You own my property. I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail because guess what? I feel threatened. I'm gonna look up. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look out the window, the peephole. I'm gonna say, "Little little boy Johnny, little boy Blue, stay right there." I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna walk uh, to my nearest internet connected device, and I'm gonna read the law. What can I get away with when there's an intruder on my property? Because I feel threatened. I feel uh, I fearful for my life. And I'm going to jail. Period. Period. What would you do?
0: Uh, well, I mean, he's lucky, actually, because this happened in Forney, Texas, and Texas has a stand your ground law. So he could have just they could have just shot him. But they were, you know, black parents and they were like, we're, what we're going to what we're going to do is we're going to go to the father and. Because this is inappropriate behavior for your son, so they go and confront the father and say, "Hey, this this your son came over to our house to our property with a whip to threaten our child. This is not appropriate. What are you going to do about it?" And he pulls a gun on them. So, since pulling the gun and shooting, he didn't. Luckily, he didn't shoot the father, but he did shoot to threaten the the parents. Um, And he, the father, who is named. Brian Thomas Brunson was arrested on Thursday and charged with deadly conduct, a Class A misdemeanor.
1: But Tazam, can, can you do me a favor? Can you tell me have, is he already? did he make bail? Is he actually going to go to jail? Like, yes. I, it's cute for the headline, but I bet you again, going back to our
0: original scheduled topic,
1: he'll be fine.
0: Yeah, he was released on a $3,500 bond.
1: He'll be fine. Same day.
0: He, got, he ain't going to do no real the time. Day. Thirty five hundred dollars.
1: Ah. So he didn't even he didn't even have to say bend over and cough, touch your toes, pretend you at Magic City, bitch. Touch your toes. None of that had to happen. You see, this is what I'm talking about.
0: Also, if if I'm not mistaken, like when you when you um when your bond is set, you only have to pay like ten percent of that to get out, right? So he didn't even have to pay. He only he only paid three hundred fifty dollars to get out of jail.
1: Exactly, Tazza. Do you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. When the game, it's like, this is, this is, you know, me, I love Monopoly and I have 85 different versions of Monopoly. I've always loved Monopoly as a kid. It's probably why I've always had this, this envision of having all these properties. But guess one thing you, I will let you know right here, right now, guess what you can't do when you ain't got no properties. You can't collect like no money. You can't build no goddamn hotels. And that's exactly what the system is. Unfortunately, the system's not designed for you and me. So guess what? If Let that have been reversed. And I, or you, or the uh, the father, had pulled a gun on the white father. Guess what? First of all, his bond would be denied, number one. And number two, if he did get a bond, True. it would be set at a million dollars plus. You see, I, w- I came in here calm, and now my blood pressure's high. Messing with you. You see? I, I have been avoiding the news all week. It's basketball season, so I'm watching the playoffs. I'm like, I'm finishing. I'm, I'm starting Power Book two, so I'm like, I'm zen. Okay. And here you go, okay. got my
0: blood pressure high. All right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna change topics, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about. We're not gonna talk about the the kids trying to come into your house. We're not gonna talk about any more shootings. Let's let's talk about babies. Did you know there's a, a formula shortage? Yeah. I think that it is crazy that in a time when we are fighting against the overturn Mm -hmm. of Roe versus Wade, when you're trying to make people carry children, there's a formula shortage. So you're trying to make all these babies be born into this Mm -hmm. world and you can't feed them. So you can't take care of them. And I'm seeing so many people that are like, well, why can't you just breastfeed? And that is just like you're just negating a whole section. Oh, that
1: was Bette Midler with her trifling ass. You're just negating Go ahead, a yeah. whole
0: section of parents. Like, what if, what if I can't produce m- breast milk? What if I this is not my biological child? I've adopted. What if I'm a single father because again. the mother is no longer with us? Like, say it again. All these people can't uh, breastfeed. Say it again. So then. Well, what the right and what Fox News is all up in arms about is that they're, I guess, border agents confiscated pallets of this um, NIDO formula um, to give to infants at the border. And so they're like, well, there's a there's a formula shortage, but like, you know, we're giving all these to the illegals. And so the problem with that statement is that NIDO is formulated for t-
1: Can I stop you before I get upset? I have to time out. I have to call a flag on the play. I want to make sure everyone understands, first of all, why there is a a formula shortage to begin with. The company that makes the, the formula had a recall. Okay? Would you rather give your newborn baby fucked up formula? Or would you say, you know what, I'm glad you did the right thing because we have standards here in America that you would say, you know what, there's
0: something wrong, lead, whatever, I forgot what the issue was with the formula, but we're taking it off the shelves. Okay, so the problem is that they are giving that formula to um, infants on the border. The problem with that, though, is that Nido is formulated for toddlers. So if you give that to infants who can't process that milk, that formula, you are potentially giving them toxic milk that can kill them. Because they're, they're not developed enough to process this formula that is for older children. Well, I mean, let's all follow Bette
1: Midler's advice, right? And just breastfeed because it's free and uh, available on demand. So, <sighs> I'm so annoyed. Yes, everything so is annoyed. annoying you today. Everything. Um,
0: okay, well, okay. How about this? How about this? This is a different topic. We're going to switch up. We're not going to talk about the babies anymore. We're not going to talk... <laughs> We're not going to talk about... You got a happy story. Okay, here we go. The racists. Oh, We're not going to talk that. about the, the shootings. <laughs> okay. Don't bring in no animals now.
1: That's my third one now.
0: No, I don't have any animals. Don't, don't bring in any
1: any no no uh, animals because then I'm going to be mad again, but go ahead.
0: Okay. So All dr- right. So well, What you got for me? So drunk drivers. <laughs> you know that people drive drunk. It- <laughs> okay. Where are we so going? So did you know that
1: I, I, well, actually, I don't know that because in 2022, why you can't call an Uber or a Lyft? I don't understand.
0: I agree. I don't understand why people drive when, you know, when they don't have to. In 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 general, because I would, if I don't have to drive, which I haven't done mm-hmm. in, in 15 years because I live in a metropolitan area, I'm not gonna do it. But that's neither here nor there. But every day in the United States, t- about 28 people die or killed by drunk drivers. Now. Of mm-hmm. those people, what do you think the statistic is for the drunk drivers that are that die?
1: Oh, it's probably I would say really low, because their adrenaline's rushing.
0: Correct. One percent of drunk drivers are killed in crashes that they cause. So wow, that's crazy. Tennessee has proposed the new bill. If uh-huh. a drunk driver kills a parent of a minor child it will impose them to have to pay child support
1: oh okay wait a minute let me think about this so a drunk driver kills a parent they would have to pay child support okay interesting interest that's very intriguing okay give me some more i'm ready keep going now that i'm let it simmer I'm actually not mad at that.
0: The bill is left open and ended on purpose so that the DA and the judges would be the one that would calculate, at their discretion, what um, the, what formula we're going to use to calculate how much, kind of like a divorce settlement, mm. um, and the child support would go 100 percent to the child until they're 18.
1: Well, it's it's funny that you bring that up because like the last three days I've been watching you. I I know we've talked about it before, but about support court, but I actually went to the, the YouTube and went to like 2018 and I have been watching nonstop old episodes. And when I say I, I bet I could calculate people's child support now, I do not want to ever have to not be prepared. Like the one I saw, let me just tell you, side note, the one I saw yesterday, this man quit his job, filed for a divorce and then took the, wife, the ex-wife, to court saying, I have the children on the weekend and I'm asking for child support because I don't have a job and can't take care of them on the weekend. And she said, you know, that's not how it works. And because it's just so, (laughs) it's so crazy to me because it's so expensive. Like minimum wage, even if they calculate it, because obviously this is in Texas, but you're talking about the bill is in Tennessee. But in Texas, even off minimum wage, you're still paying $600 to $800 a month. In child support. So imagine being that dumb.
0: Oh, I agree.
1: But imagine being that dumb to think that I am capable of driving this. Driving this machine, which is, you know, a couple of tons, maybe. And I believe when you take uh, certain medications, doesn't it say do not operate heavy machinery? Correct. So why would you think that? Okay, I've had just a couple, three, four, six, eight drinks. I can drive this big car and be, be with my, in my right mind and faculties to be like, oh, I see a deer. I'm gonna swerve or not hit it or whatnot. Oh, that's not a deer. That was a a, a person. Like people need to actually have harsher penalties and and repercussions because I do feel people think it's a joke.
0: Sir, I, I, I had I went to happy hour with my coworkers today. Before, oh that. look
1: at you getting so out and about. You better come on and uh, get some cocktails.
0: But yeah, I, I, I had to go to at least one before I move out of the city. But um, I had a couple of cocktails and I couldn't even walk straight. Oh,
1: you are lightweight. So
0: I was. There's no way. I, yeah. There's no way that I would get behind a vehicle. <laughs> and think that I can maneuver a two-ton vehicle when I can't even maneuver my own <laughs> feet. <defense.
1: laughs> oh, I cannot with you. Got me cackling.
0: I mean, I still, I, I mean, I sobered up real quick when I walked into the sauna. Of you probably sweat it
1: out. You sweated out all the alcohol <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> you sobered up quick. Well, I mean, I think that's actually, I'm actually, I'm confused because isn't Tennessee a red state? cuz that's actually a sound I might need to read those law I might need to read the fine print cuz that actually sounds like a good law from a red state I'm shocked that's all
0: Well I mean it's new so it's it's just being proposed well, we'll I'm sure that we'll read more about it as you know as it gets edited and,
1: and I bet you it's a woman who wrote it I'm just going to say that because if, if if a man came up with this I'm even more shocked so we'll see well good luck to Tennessee and their drunk driving
0: I uh, actually it it was authored by a man, Representative Mark Hall. Did he
1: lose somebody? Did he have is is that something that has happened to him? Like that sounds very intriguing.
0: This article doesn't mention it because that would be. Uh,
1: I mean, they would mention it if it was if like he lost somebody. So
0: yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mention that a relative of his. He does he does allude to um, an incident where a grandmother lost her grandkids, mm. um, and she was a primary caregiver. So. Maybe it, the story just touched him, and he was like, "Unacceptable. This is something yeah, that we need to address."
1: Well, that's good. Good luck to Tennessee. I hope to see something because Lord knows, if if we could curb something, that that that
0: would be an actual nice one. Well, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on to something a little bit lighter, Please. a little bit. Uh... Okay, so I keep crying. No tears, just tea. There's a new movie that is coming Mm -hmm. out, and it is written and starring a gay actor named Billy Eichner. You might know him from Billy on the Street. He was in American Horror Story. He was in Parks and Rec. He was actually um, the voice of Timon in the 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 newest live-action Lion King, the Meerkat. Um, but the new movie is called Bros, and it is starring an mm-hmm. all gay cast. Even in the the straight roles, they're all gay actors, and it has uh, it's supposed to have a diverse cast of characters to show to showcase all of the aspects or a, a lot of the aspects of gay culture. So you will have like black trans women, Asian gay men white gay men you know and they're trying to like show the diaspora um and it's basically about a writer who is who is contacted to write a gay rom-com and the steaminess and hilarity that ensues because he's he he makes a he he's in the trailer he's talking about the tropes that he's he would avoid if he was writing a gay rom-com like how Um, once the two, the couple gets together, you pan away so you don't actually see them having sex or, and then in that scene when they do that, where it's like the two guys are about to kiss, and then it pans away and then you see him talking about that scene, and when they go back to it where they kiss, and when it it pans away it's because there are two guys giving one of the guys head Wow, that
1: just, wow I mean, the gays are quite promiscuous, they say that is the the trope.
0: Yeah. And so I, I, am interested to see the movie. The only, the only critique that I had, at least from the trailer, I mean, the trailer is only two minutes, you know, and you can't put everything in it. I did see that there were like Latino characters in the movie and there was uh, T.S. Madison is in it. So she is representing black trans women. So there is some representation, but like it's, and again, it could be just because it was a trailer, but I didn't, see it didn't seem to me that there was a any characters that were prominent that were people of color yes ts is in it but it's at least from the clip that i saw it seems like they're the, the magical negro you know and i'm hoping that that's not the case well
1: i can tell you i ain't seen the movie yet but t i'm gonna like i'm gonna break it down to you now i'm gonna crush your dreams unfortunately it's going to be This, oh, Jesus, how do I even begin this? Not saying that they cannot, but if there is no representation in the writing room, how is that going to come through on the screen? So even to your point, like, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to tell you right now, just from the outside, I bet you I'll watch it with you, whatever. And what's going to end up happening is Miss J and TS and any of these minority characters are still going to be with A, within the trope that we are used to seeing them in, or B, they were characters that were portrayed from a white lens, and all they did was put a black face on it, right? Because if if TS wasn't in the room saying this is, because she has a distinct trans uh, lens that is her own because she is trans, right? It's like, as a black man, T I, I can't tell you what your experience is, only you can tell me. We are both black men, right? However, your experience is gonna be completely different why cuz you have locks you might uh, you have dark skin whatever the case may be compared to my light ass curly hair i have a latin flavor to it however a outside white cisgender man or in this case a white gay man will look at us through a lens but never understand our walk never actually click for them of what we go through in a day-to-day just like you walking out of the house is a completely different experience than than mr eichner
0: yeah yeah you are correct you know what i mean um and i'm taking a look and so it is directed by nicholas stoller who is a white man and it is written by nicholas and billy so two white men and it's produced by judd apatow and nicholas and joshua crutch i don't know who that is so yeah i think it's gonna be more of what you were talking about
1: Again, I haven't heard. I haven't heard any flavor. There's no Salzone. There's no, there's no Lawries. I don't hear either of those in the names that you've presented so far. So again, it, it I think it will be the magical negro, as you like to say. And I would say don't have high hopes. You know what I mean? If it if it's not coming with the with the distinct like a pose coming from a minority or a, a bi POC, then guess what? You have to understand it will be either not our experience as black people or Latin people, or whatever the case, or that it's going to be a, a telephone game of something they've heard from one of their black friends. And then again, it won't be as authentic as it could, it could be. Cause I just watched the trailer while you were talking and I saw the little uh, person looking like they from Pose with the, with the fan getting dragged out of the club. I don't know what yeah. it is. Cause I'm watching it without sound. But already I'm rolling my eyes because he has a fan. He was overly feminine, and it's like, come on, that's not the only thing. Have you not watched Pose? You have Poppy, who was I'm going to say Butch, if that's the category, right? And so it's like you could be other things of not just a femme gay boy. So we'll see. But I ain't holding my breath.
0: No, no, you can't. You can't have because because if you're if they present us any other way, then we're too threatening. So you can't win. You cannot win. Speaking of. All the side notes, I'm so
1: glad that you brought this up. So I was, I didn't have anything for this section, but now you have sparked my mind. So I cannot wait for you to move over, right? Because I, I was thinking about this today. I was like, you're probably, I know you don't watch a ton of TV because you have like your your typical things. Your, you have your critical role for your D&D geek things, right? Your nerdy things. And then you have your Grey's Anatomy that you love and just cannot live without watching, even though it's in its 25th millionth season. And you love you some grace. Stop right. Me. But I was like, when it when you get over here, you will be able to watch all Stop kinds it. of new shows. And speaking of a new show that I was thinking about, because as I was
0: talking, I was like, you know what? I haven't started watching yet. Have you heard of the Zeus Network? Yes. Are you gonna are you gonna tell me to watch the Bad Boys Club? Yes,
1: I cannot wait to watch the Bad Boys of LA.
0: Let me tell you, I saw
1: a clip on my uh TikTok. Yesterday or Dave and I was like, I'm a, I'm gonna pay because I'm waiting for it to be like a finale time. I'm gonna pay the five dollars, whatever it is. Between that and the Jocelyn Hernandez show, I just like first of all, this is like because that's the one thing I will say is like in 2022, trying to watch a, a reality show th- these days is never as good as it was in the early two early 2000s. I'm talking about like Survivor season one and two. The Bad Girls Club, when Homegirl was up there. What's up, Tanisha?
0: Let me hear you say, wop, 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 wop. I did not get no f- sleep because of y'all.
1: Y'all not gonna get a sleep because of me. Wop, 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 wop. wop, wop. Get the f- up. All right, I'll get something louder. Let's go. I'll get something louder. That is so Brooklyn. There is nothing like that today. Because everything is so watered down or scripted or whatever the case may, may be, right? Zeus, because it is a, a, what do I want to call it? An <laughs> up and coming and trying to cut through the noise. That shit is real. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard about the little baby, the, who's the rapper beat up his his baby mama's brother at the bowling alley. Did you hear about this like a few, like last month? No. Why I bring that up is the the bad boys of LA were filming at that party. So that 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 uh macho event is now to me laughing. It makes me wanna laugh. Cause this one this one heifer's over here in his in his uh skin tight leather shorts and his fishnets. So I'm like, Y'all wanted to really act like this was a thug out party, but now that the it just makes me laugh that the uh uh boys of LA, whatever that's called, was filming in the background. So I cannot wait and I'm gonna make you watch at least a few episodes just to get a good chuckle.
0: Mm-mm. That's a mess. Because at least
1: you're gonna get it. You're going to get authentic. See, if you're gonna give me someone, you know, dolled up or whatever the case may be, give me the authenticity of it. Give me the the raw, uh, the raw. Like I want cocoa butter raw, the shea butter. Don't give it to me watered down and refined coconut oil. I want the shea butter straight off where I gotta, you know, really moist. Like push it into my skin. Don't give me no fake ass bullshit like Brothers or Bros or whatever the name of your movie is called. Because that's what's gonna be watered down. Get ready.
0: I can't even take that show seriously just because one of the characters on that show, one of the guys on that show, I saw on TikTok. He's the guy that was like, uh, he, he was he used to like pop out. I guess he worked for a car dealership or whatever, and used to pop out of the trunk, being like, mm-hmm. um, whatever the where the money reside. He's the where the money reside guy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, not only that, you got Kirk Franklin's son on there. You got Homeboy from Loving Hip Hop LA. Like you have people that you knew about and it's like, think about it. Like it's like, again, old school real world. When Tammy Roman, before she became Basketball Wives, remember that heifer on whatever season two or three of real world was like now, of course, 20, you know, season 85 million is watered, but those first real seasons were so You can never recapture that again, except for something like this, where you have a new network really taking chances, because these motherfuckers be fighting. And I know it's real, because they've been shutting down production left and right from my blogs that I be reading. (laughs) So I can't wait to see some of this. This shit is real. This ain't script.
0: Uh, Well, I will give it a chance. I'll give it a chance.
1: I know. I got to see how much the subscription. Hopefully, it's only like $5, because I don't want to pay, you know. That's how they get me. I'm still I'm still paying for the Latin network that I told you about and stars and it's two much that was two months ago
0: yeah, I'm ass.
1: I can't put it down
0: I'm si I'm si <laughs> I'm ass. well I know that you're in a good mood now you you got something to look forward to
1: yeah cause you know you got you got my spirits up
0: um but I wanna talk about <laughs> raisins and the potato salad you know
1: We know, yes. How she became. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> to each their own. Don't do it. Nope. Don't do it. Ha, 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 ha. Nope. She go. she Academy Award acting. Uh she's going to put on a clinic. She's going to make you believe like this bitch, how does this bitch grow 7 feet? That's what you're going to be doing. She paid she played 13, 14, 16 different characters in that show, the the previous show. And didn't skip a beat. So I know good and well. She going to give you she's going to make me believe that she hulk So I'm I'm here for it. I don't care. I saw pictures or seals of the cgi and i roll my eyes but i feel unfortunately that the budget at disney plus is not the budget of the marvel movie so i think everyone needs to just tamper their expectations of what they expect from a tv show versus what to expect from uh from the movies because i think some, there was, i forgot what scene it was in moon Knight that was also very similar where it was it i felt the cgi was lackluster and was like it it took me out of it, but to your point, it's a fantasy, so I I have to be like, oh, I know this is make believe or whatever the case may be, and it's fine. You get back into it. Let's not act like Back to the Future or my favorite Little Shop of Horrors was that believable. Now that you watch it now, you go into the experience knowing that it's supposed to give a little, give a little oomph, give a little ah, and you're supposed to just immerse yourself in the in the experience. So I'm here for it. I'm ready. It comes out this week, this Friday. Oh, I thought it was soon. Uh speaking of Disney Plus, before we move off of this, I know this is not the irking part, because we're in irking. But if you have if you have a Disney Plus subscription, please go watch Sneakerella. Um, I know it's a take... I, don't roll your eyes, T. I see you rolling your eyes. You acting just like my baby girl. When I told her, let's watch it, and she was like, I don't want to watch that movie. But let me tell you what she did. While we were eating our food, she was watching with me, making her jokes and shit. But guess what? We finished that damn movie. And she was like, that was cute. I said, what I tell you? Pretty much, it's the Cinderella story. <laughs> but it's through a lens of, first of all, it's roles reversed. So it's a boy. He has a stepfather. Everything was reversed. And... Obviously, it's about sneakers, which I thought was a good thing. It also reminded me of the MTV thing that we talked about a few months ago about how you can take the Christmas story or a Christmas carol and make it your own. This is a prime example of that with Cinderella. Luckily, Disney owns the rights to Cinderella so they can do what the hell they want to do and not, you know, pay people. However, I just want to say it's a good movie. You should watch it. It's cute. And it made me, you know, made me tear up. misty eyed. A tear didn't fall, but it got me misty eyed. So just going to say that um what i just watched that literally a month and a half ago because i own it and i was like you know what i feel like watching and i was like it's so cheesy and over the top because again i'm thinking about watching this what was it? 20? It has to be 20 years because I was like in the two, like early 2000s. So I know it's 20 years old and it did age well, obviously, but I just laugh every time I see shit. Like I'm like, that was such a, a moment. You had to be there. You know what I'm saying? People don't people don't understand. We old we those people saying get off our lawns and back in my day. So you'll never see that again because MTV is all about reality now. So if you're not part of the what is it called? The, the challenge or something like that, then you gonna have to move up um what's you know i like to read in my spare time when i have spare time i'm trying to get into like reading more books um i want to be like T, because you can read a book in a day i don't i am on unf- oh you, you're slipping because you're the one who inspires me to read so i would need you to get to, it's reading rainbow okay Mm, I'm gonna need you to fix that. That's gonna be priority number one. Well, maybe I can give you a book that is not fantasy that you might be inspired by. How about this? So, there's two books coming. Actually, the the second book I'm not even going. I'm just gonna briefly mention. Your ex president is writing a book that's supposed to be depressing and is gonna make you about all all the things that are that are wrong with the country. So, no, no, the other one, the orangey looking one, carrot top. No, no, you got to come a little bit for the one after Obama, but the one before Biden. I don't mention him anymore. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> well, they come in. So, so be prepared. But what I really want to talk about actually is his, I'm going to say his, his chief lie detector. I know that's not a word, but I'm going to make it one. It's not, it's not coming off the tongue. Like I thought it would. I'm going to talk about his right-hand person. You remember this half of named Kelly Ann Conway? The inventor of alternative facts. The inventor. She is going down in history for this bullshit. Well, she is the most recent person from that administration peddling a book, trying to, you know, rehab their life, get their money right, and pretend like they weren't part of destroying America. Well, I just, I read an excerpt uh, this past week. I think it was a, was it New York Times or was it The Post? One of them they had like a few pages and I was like, well, you know, let me go be nosy because let me get most ridiculous quotes that I saw so far. So one of them was now again, I, I've never been married. You've, I don't know if you have been married and haven't told me maybe secretly like Janet Jackson. However, you make vows when you get married. Stop that. <laughs> you better stop that. Stop that. So she said that she's accused her husband of ch- <laughs> um, so w- when you get married, T, since neither of us have done it, I've seen it on television, though. Sometimes what they do is they make you say these things called vowels, right? And you through sickness and health, all that great stuff. Well, she accused her husband of cheating by tweeting. And I said, Okay, bitch, you see, she's a good marketer. I wanna know what school she went to. But she said that because her husband was Because, again, when she was in D.C., she was, he was in New York with the girls, uh, with their daughters, and that because he was ch- uh, tweeting about the president, that that was a violation of their wedding vows. And I'm just going to give you this quote. She said, quote, his daily deluge of insults by tweet against my boss, or as I put it sometimes, the people in the White House, violated our marriage vows to love, honor, and cherish each other. Now, I'm just going to stop for a minute because, again, T, you the writer, and sometimes I say you are more intellectual with me when it comes to words. But when it says to love, honor, and cherish each other, that means you and I, me and you, each other. So if I'm talking about your dead-ass boss or your raggedy-ass boss... Who you can't stand, or maybe you stand it, but I don't stand. I'm not dishonoring you. I still love you. I'm still honoring you and I cherish you because I know you could do better than this punk ass motherfucker right here. Would that am I am I seeing that incorrectly? Maybe I'm wrong. Fuck. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you. That's what I said. Yep. Another, again, I can see now I've already lost interest in talking about her because all she does is lie. The other lie, the other lie that just had me rolling my eyes is when she said something about the creepy... So she talked about the ex-president in his, quote-unquote, his usual place. And I'm just going to read the quote, and you tell me what picture it paints for you. She said, I was summoned to the back dining room where the president was seated in his usual place with his back to the windows, a jar of Starburst, and a muted TV in front of him. All I'm going to say is that tells me a lot because... You know what that lets me know is that this motherfucker would be complaining about people he sees on TV just based on how they look. Because he can't read, because he didn't read his daily briefings. So I know good and well this motherfucker didn't have the, the the closed captioning on. So how he know so-and-so was talking about him? Don Lennon? Or maybe Chris Co- How he know that? He don't know that. So did they, did they draw pictures for him? Because you know he can't read. I'm just going to put it out there. He cannot read. So... I just, you know, I just want to say, ma'am, it's been great. However, your ass know good and well, you should not be peddling no book. And you should be, if I was you, I would be under a rock trying to live with my husband and my two daughters and just living my life quietly, not trying to make money off this shit. Oh, look at that. But yet you peddling the book. Okay, girl. Good luck. Uh, my last thing that's irking me this week is, is really for you, T, is that June is your favorite time of the year. It's when your people, your gays, are out with their flags and corporations are here. Well, this year it seems like they starting early. Today is the 19th. And already Xfinity is talking about live with pride and have their little pride things and all this shit. So Xfinity. I don't. I don't understand what your problem is because I'm already. I'm, I'm already uh, in a contract with you. You don't need to win me over that you are supportive of the LGBTQI community. Uh that's great, but it's that time of year where you're gonna start seeing Listerine bottles. You're gonna see toothpaste and all this other bullshit with little rainbows on it. Like that's supposed to really make changes for for the community. So. I just wanted you to get ready because I'm already annoyed and it's May. It's not even pride month yet and I'm already annoyed. Yeah. And I'm interested. Yeah. It's it, like I said, I remember last year when I went to target and I saw Listerine bottles, I was like, what is happening? Like it, it, to your point, it doesn't seem authentic at all. Like, cause my thing is, it's great that you do that, but it's the same thing they do during black history month. Where are you through the other 11 months of the year? You know what I'm saying? Like that. Say it again. Say it again. Yep. That's a whole, you, yes. hmm Yeah. Or or to that same effect, are you uh, supporting the right candidates? Right. I think that's another thing that we don't we take for granted. Right. Because I do. I know last year there was a ton of controversy or the year before when it was the election year, a a lot of controversy because like your company, let's say Tazam Van Cleef Industries is an entity of its own. However, if your CEO Tazam Van Cleef is is donating to the negative, I'm still looking at you and the company the same. You are one in the same, right? So if, you know, H&M, not that they would hypothetically, but if H&M's fucking um, CEO is donating to Mitch McConnell, guess what? I have a problem with you, CEO, as well as H&M now. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, I just want to say it's funny that corporate people was like, well, we there's no way that we can um pander to the Asian American community without being racist.
0: Shame bring nothing
1: Nothing 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 I just got some real it'll be in and out. It's going to be like real quick. Do you know somebody... Again, I always got to ask you. But um, I just wanted to know, do you know somebody named... But do you know, Brandy? Do you know... But see, I don't think you know this other person. Do you know somebody by the name of Jack Harlow?
0: Yes, I know Jack Harlow.
1: Oh! T! Well, you know what? That's two weeks in a row you didn't. Blew my, blew my mind. You know who some of these people are. I'm like... I'm shocked. Okay. Well, so real quick. Jack Harlow just released an mm-hmm. album again... If you haven't heard it, go cop it. Uh, But he's been out and about doing press, whatever. Of course, he goes to the Breakfast Club. And I guess, uh, or was it the Breakfast Club or Hot 97? I can't remember. Anyway, he was in New York. And New York media, you know how we like to get you. So people were asking him, like, whatever. And he learned that day that Ray J, excuse me, that Ray J's sister was Brandy. Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> and he did not know that Angel in Disguise was performed, sung and written by the incomparable Brandy Norwood.
0: See, this is okay. <laughs> this is the problem that I have when people come into our space. Like you want to come into our space and and be an artist of in the hip hop R&B genre. Fine, cool. Be- Display your talent. But know the history. Do your research. Like, Ray J's sister? If you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, it was just funny. Brandy came out on Twitter and was like, I will murk this dude and rap at 43 on his own beats and then sing his ass to sleep. And I said, Brandy, that's just... I love it. Because that's the best way. You know, it's it's poking fun. But at the same time, I do get a little like dicey because he's twenty something. Not that he, to your point, I do think it's 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 to be respectful of a space, you should know something. But I do think it's hard when you think about: is he supposed to know all of the people of the last you know three four decades? I don't know. Although I do feel like Brandy is someone. But it's the same thing with Big Lotto when she didn't know that that song sampled Mariah Carey. Like we know that because we were outside when those songs came out. You know what I'm saying? So it it is such a weird... We're in a weird space because we are becoming our parents' age when Diddy used to do shit. Because I didn't know that Diddy was sampling those songs Hey, you know, that's Gloria Gaynor. And I'm like, who the hell is that? Or like somebody from disco or something of that nature. It's just funny to me. And I was like, you shady bitches.
0: Uh (laughs) Ray J's sister? Uh Okay, girl. (laughs) I just need a little something sweet baby we'll get it. the cream okay so what I got for you this week is I don't know if you know this uh, this chef her name is Pinky Cole she's based in Atlanta is that Slutty vegan? Slutty vegan? Slutty Vegan yes oh I know Slutty Vegan so she spoke at the commencement of the Clark Atlanta University graduation this year she gave this uh, route- is that an HBCU? Uh yes uh so she gave a rousing uh uplifting uh speech and had everybody in their feelings and then she actually gifted the graduating class she worked in partnership with Viral Bank and she gifted everyone in the graduating class an LLC they graduated with an LLC to get them started with, in their careers and I'm like that you is better come on. that is that's You're what like goosebumps. That okay. is what I'm talking about. Giving back to the community and helping us move forward because we start 10 steps behind and this is one way that she that she, you know, she can empower the community, empower the youth and help them move forward and be productive members of society. And I am just like I read that and I was just like because I'm trying to start my own LLC and um, if someone would just give me one, if, if someone is out there and wants, wants to gift me an LLC, go ahead because I will take it because I'm trying to work on these side hustles and passive income, y'all. Um, <laughs> but I just, I was, I and I'm still, I'm just like overwhelmed with joy and in a week where, you know, we've talked about all the other things that have happened, this is just a bright side of uh, the week and I'm just amazed that,
1: that's actually i i did see i did uh come across that and i that does make me kind of feel like that's actually a, a really is a good like up. Uh, you know what i mean like i don't know if it was a certain part of the school like if it was the marketing
0: oh yeah no, no nope nope she said every single graduate in this audience will leave this stadium as a business owner oh,
1: that's amazing because that yeah because that's just getting them i'm hoping that most of them need that llc stat and can put that to good use because the game is the game and the gig is the gig. And you have to figure out how to work and maneuver through those. And I think that is something that even me at my age, still trying to figure out. It's like, you don't like, I'm the first person in my family to purchase a house besides my grandmother, which was like, when did she buy hers in the fifties? Right. So it's like learning the different loopholes and rules and shit is very tough. And if you don't have people or the network to give you the game, it's, it's, you're you're laps behind the the starting line, and so this at least puts them on, on the starting line. And then if they could network together, since they're all graduates, of what worked, what didn't work, generational wealth, one on one.
0: Well, I mean, she's all about giving back to the community because yeah. she um, found. Well, so first of all, she graduated in two thousand nine with a degree in mass communic mass communications and media studies, mm-hmm. and in her commencement address, she said. When I graduated, I didn't have a plan, so I'm going to make sure that you do. Yeah. Um, but she's used to giving back to the community because she founded the Pinky Cole Foundation. It's a nonprofit that focuses on empowering Black entrepreneurship. And then in two, 2020, uh, she and her partner, Derek Hayes, who uh, is uh, the owner of Big Dave's Cheesecakes.
1: Oh yes, they, that's
0: right. When. Um, Richard Brooks was shot in a Wendy's parking lot. She, uh, provided life insurance policies and, and scholarships for his, four children to go to Clark university. So when they are ready to go to school, their school is paid for.
1: To, to have that kind of what, Oh my God, that's what I need in my life. I need to get to those figures where I could give back. Cause there's so much things I want to do. I want to do like homeless, there's so many things I want to do. To actually make big changes, but you need money to make money, so that's that's amazing.
0: Yeah. So I have a couple more because I've, I I have I I hit you hard at the beginning of this. So you, you gonna so let I me want, leave? Wanna, you gonna
1: let me leave full with a plate to go?
0: <laughs> I want to end on a higher note. <laughs> um, so this next one is okay. Like I said before, I am a nerd. No. I love D anD. D. Yeah, I. DM my own game. I play in a couple games, so this week, D and D Beyond, which is the platform that we use for um, gaming to create characters and run run campaigns, uh, merged with Wizards of the Coast, um, the creator of the original D and D Dungeons and Dragons game from 1980. Wow! And with that merger, they gifted all of the subscribers with two free books. And so I went on today And I claimed the book that I didn't have One of them you, are, you just get When you when you log in you already have access to it The other one you have to actually log in and claim Which is one of the The book that they gift everyone is Lost Minds of Found Delver Which I actually have played that campaign And the second book is Acquisitions Incorporated Which I'm playing currently um, So I claim that As my free gift Today and I'm very excited to Like see the, all the The New content that I have available now. There are resources that I didn't have, um, and I know that this is all else on deaf ears for people that don't play, role play uh, tabletop role playing games or digital role playing games. But like I said, I'm a nerd, I'm a geek, and I love D and D.
1: Well, I just want to say that's great news for for J'zom, ladies and gentlemen, because in our past game this past week, he I think he probably killed the entire party. So it'll be great that we have new content to go from. So that's amazing. So.
0: Great, great, great. First off, it was your fault, <laughs> your fault, alerting the entire enemy that we were even. Leaving. I don't know what you're talking about. But that's neither here. Nor I don't know that. what I'm you're gonna move about. on. I'm gonna move on because we try. <laughs> we trying to end on a high note. <laughs> <sighs> so the last thing, the last thing that I have to talk about is yeah, no, it made me happy because so I am not a Trek. Me neither. Kid, right? I, I'm not really a Star Trek person i did grow up watching it because my dad was into star trek and so we watched star trek um the next generation and deep space nine is that the who, that's together. the Whoopi the Whoopi uh, one Whoopie is uh next generation with with uh patrick stewart patrick stewart as, as john luke picard um so, so yeah i watched that when i was a kid i i didn't really get back to it uh, my a lot of my friends are trekkies they love star trek and so the, all of the lore and I just haven't been able to get into it. I've seen them a couple of the the newer movies. I've seen. I tried to start watching the Picard TV show on Paramount Plus, and I couldn't get into it. I'm gonna watch
1: um, season two because it will be. But, but carry on. Mm-hmm.
0: But I something something told me like there's a new one that just came out. Star Trek: A Strange New uh, Star Trek Strange New World,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it is basically a prequel of. Um, the original Star Trek because it takes place before Captain Kirk, so before the William Shatner character. Um, wow! And I, you know, I went into it and just I watched the first episode and because one because I like the actors that are in it. Anson Mount plays um, the the captain on the show. Anson Mount was just Black Bolt in Multiverse of Madness. He was Black Bolt in the Inhuman the oh. Show, which is garbage, but he did what he did what he could with it. He's in it. Um, yeah, Rebecca Romaine Stamos, or no, sorry, not Stamos. she's not. St- she's not st- I was gonna say Stamos. she's divorced. Rebecca Romaine. She's married to Jerry O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Um, but Re- Rebecca Romaine is in it. Um, and I watched the first episode, and I was I was interested, and then I just watched the second episode, and the second episode kind of focuses on. The uh On Neota Uhura Character and Neota Uhura Was played by Nichelle Nichols in the 70s show With uh, William Shatner mm-hmm. And the reason that she was Pivotal in that show is because she was One of the first black Characters to be Portrayed on American television That wasn't in a menial role Like she wasn't a She wasn't a A nurse or a waitress, or she wasn't downtrodden. She was, and she almost quit the show after the first season because she was just like, "What is this show?" But she was convinced not to because Martin Luther King Jr. was a fan, and he met her and and told her that the representation that she was showing little black girls it was immeasurable, and so she was convinced to stay. That's and great. That's, this yeah. shows this, at least this current episode. In this episode, she's is prior to that show, right? So it's her as a cadet. So she's not a lieutenant. So it's her when she first got onto the a Starfleet ship. And so, in, in this episode that I just watched, she she's a communication officer. Like, so she actually speaks. I believe it's like thirty-two languages.
1: You better come on.
0: Um, which they were. They were all impressed by theirs because they were like, "Oh, you, you, you know, you're a new cadet, and you know, whatever, um, and you speak like 12 languages, right?" And she's like, "Actually, it's 32, because she speaks 12 alien languages, but she's from Kenya, and she speaks 20 African languages." You better come. She's like, you better come on. She's like, I felt like the best way to communicate with people was to meet them on their level, so I learned them.
1: Can you put that on a T-shirt? Because hello, hello, that is a human. That needs to be for human kindness. God damn it, that's amazing. I mean, you got me wanting to watch it, but so, I just I don't know.
0: I don't know if I can do it, but yeah, I might watch an episode or two. Also, also Spock is hot.
1: Spock yeah. is uh Ethan. Ethan, right? Ethan Peck. E- yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, child, please. he was because I was like I saw the trailer and I, I think he was in the Justin Timberlake movie that in the in. In the Nick, no, was it in time or time, something time where they had to, you lived based on time or whatever. And I remembered that from that. And I was like, he looks so familiar. But, well, I might have to check it out. We'll see. I ain't going to, you know, say, give that many promises because it's still, unfortunately, about that.
0: Okay. I feel like I've been talking a lot about all of this nerd culture because, you know, it, If I'm interested in it and it's geek culture, I can talk about it for hours. But I want to give you a chance. Do you have anything that you want? What's made you feel happy? You know,
1: I'm all about the children, like we like to say. And uh, the time has come that Miss Miss Bad Girl Riri, (laughs) a.k.a. Rihanna. I know my accent is horrible, but I just love saying bad girl. Uh, She has had her first child. Has been brought into this world, which means, guess what, bitches? It's a Taurus. Taurus season all
0: day. Boop, 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 boop,
1: boop, boop. Just
0: so you know, it's Taurus season. That is the only reason that she wanted <laughs> to talk about this. No, that I'm, is the only reason no, you want to even talk. I'm about not
1: this. even gonna lie. So Rihanna and ASAP for those who have been under rock, they actually finally welcomed their child. We finally got to know the sex because I don't think I knew the sex or if she knew the sex really. Uh, but it is a baby boy. Um, and I believe she had him on the 13th. So right around, you know, we don't know the name or anything of that nature. So before anyone asks, um, the last time we saw Rihanna, though, was on the on uh, Mother's Day, which was the 8th. So she was, you know, up and about and living her best life. And then now she is, uh, um, you know, nursing. She's a mother. Now she's nursing her baby. Hopefully she has breast milk, right? Because it's free call back to our earlier combo. Um, Mm -mm. What I am interested to see, not to put pressure on her, and I just want to be clear, she can do what she wants with her life, it's her body, her choice. What I'm interested to see is her snatchback game. Because you know bitches is going to be mad. Rihanna is somebody who has been in the forefront of too many industries when it came to popping out an album every year, sometimes twice a year, to let you bitches and stay on your bitches' neck. To reinventing the makeup game, reinventing the lingerie game. She made motherhood fashionable. She said, "Bitch, I'm not wearing no maternity clothes that covers my body. You going to look at these breasts, you going to look at this belly and you and you going to gag. That's what you, you going to do." So I'm just going to be intrigued on like what the next 6 to 8 months look like of like how she makes a snatchback game if she wants to go that route. Like what that looks like and B What's it look like for her for motherhood? Because I think like, it's interesting. I want to say my peers, even though they're not my peers, cause I'm not in the music industry, but you know how I am with the music game. Like seeing Nikki Minaj with her child now and seeing how that's kind of changed her and grounded her. Right. And now I would love to see what that does. Does Rihanna finally put out an album and change?
0: You you said motherhood grounded Nikki Minaj. Didn't she just threaten to slap somebody at the Met Gala?
1: I mean, that was a, no, when did she, did she? oh
0: hell yeah, well because they <laughs> but her but her. she was like you you have wait you haven't seen this clip no like she i guess she wasn't she wasn't supposed to come or she they didn't know she was going to come and someone leaked that she was going to be there so like she's uh entering the, the gala and she was like i guess she saw the paparazzi that leaked it or whatever and she's like aren't you the one that leaked that I was i was going to be here And I guess he said yes or whatever, and she's like, "I'm about to, I'm, I'm coming over. That I'm about to slap slap the shit at you." Well, I mean,
1: this is my thing. It, she is from the 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 Beyonce Knowles tree, and nothing gets out unless I want it to. So if that mofo signed an NDA, then I'm gonna have to bust you in your face. Like, so I don't. I don't um, have any sympathy, unfortunately, for the for the, the journalist, AKA the paparazzi.
0: Oh, I didn't say I that. Oh, okay. Boy, I'm just saying you said this. You said motherhood mellowed and I'm saying she's, she's still about to slap people on, oh, on the road. Oh, I'm
1: still, no, no, no. Let me tell you, I was just having this conversation with someone at work. Don't bring the hood out of me, right? Like, I am reformed. However, if you want to tap, 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 guess what? I'm going to tap, tap that ass, and, and you're going to bring it out of me. So I understand where she's coming from. However, I'm intrigued to see how Riri, uh, and now that like her, she has a baby. Obviously, Miss uh, Miss Nikki put, throwing her in there. Well, there's all of these young, beautiful black mothers, and I just am ready to see the mother gang, 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 and see what they all do together. What they push in their Cartier ba- baby strollers and whatever the case may be, because you know these, you know these children are going to be fly. You just know so, that.
0: So going back to going back to uh, snatchback game, I feel like. Riri is also one of those people. She's going to enjoy much. Of course, she's yeah. Going if she, it's not going to be about. She's not. I don't think that she's one of these because she's enjoyed being at her biggest. You know, yep. And like when she was voluptuous, she was sexy, and she would just wear what she to reveal what she wanted to reveal. So I feel like if she, if she has like a project, then maybe she'll like lose weight quickly, but. She's gonna enjoy this experience yeah. of motherhood and get back to and get back to her whatever size she feels comfortable with in her right. time and going and she's gonna look good at each phase regardless.
1: Regardless, she's gonna look good and like I want to see if she has like a line for infants or something of that nature. Like, what is she, like, what does that look like? So I'm intrigued and congrats to her that she had a healthy baby boy, uh, which is all that really matters at the end of the day.
0: Infant clothing is not practical because they only, yeah, I know a week,
1: yeah. And I'm gonna pray that her baby daddy keep his ass out of jail because I'm I'm sick of him and he already caused issues with her on having to cancel the baby shower. So I pray that he keep his keep keep it keep it on the straight and narrow, um, so that way she could live her life in peace.
0: Well, thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Come to the Cookout. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. If you have any questions, you can email us at come to the cookout at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tizan Van Cleef. That's T I Z O M V A N C L I E F. How about you, Brooklyn?
1: And you can find me on all socials at Brooklyn, like the city, Gabbana, like the designer. You
0: are always invited to our cookout.
1: Now, y'all come back now, you're here.